welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And this episode in particular, we will be recapping the challenge Final Reckoning Season 32, Episode 18. It's, it's Always, Always Sunny, Sunny in, in South, South Africa. Africa. What did that have to do with anything? I, mean, I think I, they're desperate. I understand that it's in South Africa, but <laughs> and I understand that they're doing episodes. Uh, they're naming episodes based on other television shows, but yeah. I imagine there to be some sort of correlation between the two. Usually it has something to do with uh, a, a, a dynamic that's happening in the house. Or a plot um, point, possibly. Yeah. Shaneless was an, an yeah, episode. That, it was a heavy one. Shane episode. The People versus Johnny Bananas was that one, or did I just make it up? I don't know. And <laughs> also, yeah, it is one. I think it was one. Yeah. Well, we just learned while we were looking at the title of the show that this season is going to go till December fourth. Yeah, December fourth. I mean, honestly, didn't it start last December? Like, is this ep- It feels like episode sixty-eight. Like, I feel like a baby could have been conceived and come to term by the time this season's truthfully, over. Truthfully, I mean, and that baby would be a challenge freak a challenge baby well let's get into it i think kyle might have uh, conceived a few babies uh has there been a ch- oh yeah there's definitely been a challenge baby sure. tori and brad they yeah. had a couple challenge babies what is the next wave of challenge babies i don't know kyle and brad kyle and brad yeah i'm sure they'll have a baby but um uh, uh lo and behold I don't know what that that has anything to. By the way, guys, before we jump into this, I, all apologies for last Monday's episode. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, yesterday's episode, really. I yeah. mean, I, I haven't heard any reviews about it, but um, no one has tweeted us or emailed us, which is not a good sign. I don't think even I don't even think my mom watched. I uh, listened to that episode. Yeah. Um, but you know what? That was our bad. We start. We tried to start re- recording this episode <laughs> at like midnight, and you got to have one bad one bad app in yeah. a series of gems. And honestly, the only episode each week that should be us dragging ass is this recap because for we, real we, we do punch it out as quick as possible um but you know hey hey things change on a free podcast and uh um i apologize for uh, our bad attitudes and also an episode <laughs> that was about half as long as normal but hey beggars can't be choosers hey, am i wrong and if you want to hear us at our worst go back and give it a listen seriously listen to that episode <laughs> rate us five stars on apple podcasts yeah. and a whole bunch of other dumb crap ash Let's begin. This episode started with a previously on voice by Ashley Mitchell. And I liked that because she really had some great uh, interview segments throughout this episode. I felt like I laughed out loud at her more than anyone else during this episode that was pretty mild. I, I would give this a mild rating. What did she say in this thing? She was like, uh, hey, if you missed uh, the last episode, you're a dumbass. She's like, if you're feeling like a loser for missing the episode, then y'all gonna just let me catch you up. Where is she from? Um, The South. Oh, come on, Ash. <laughs> You, how come you don't know your your namesake's uh, a uh, point of origin? I would guess Tennessee, maybe. I don't know. We gotta find. She's we gotta find Brooke. out. I'm an Ashley Brooke. She also said at one point in this episode, two teams are coming back. I'm losing my mind, y'all. Yeah, it's pretty funny. She had good sound bites, as you said. Yeah. So this, uh, she reminds us that Bananas and Tony went up against Joss and Sylvia last week, sending Bananas and Tony to the Redemption House, where Johnny immediately started talking shit once he got there, trying to turn Kaylee against Nelson by telling Kaylee that Nelson was canoodling with Natalie in bed. 
which she must not have been. Because I know last week we were like, did that happen? Because they didn't show it happening. They would have showed us. Uh, in this first scene, as we're about to talk about, it seems like Johnny was completely full of shit. Yeah. Well, Natalie is like very bubbly. Like later in this episode, she comes in and she's like, she has a clue. And she's like, everybody, I have a clue. And it's like, she's just such a cheerleader because she was a cheerleader so i imagine like nelson gets around her you know these younger guys and they just get giggly and i think maybe that's what johnny was talking about well johnny was clearly mad at nelson but also there was that scene in which you see nelson and natalie dancing with one another they're friends why not say that they were all over each other at the club yeah I, i don't know it's interesting but let's let's move on so we also learned that last week Shane and Nelson got sent to the Redemption House in a purge elimination. Sadly, this episode opens at the Redemption House. Shane and Nelson show up. Kaylee immediately confronts Nelson. Nelson is like wearing sunglasses. He's like, Kaylee, what is going on? Why are you believing that shit Johnny's saying? Johnny pops out. He's like, that's true. You guys were canoodling. Blah, 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 blah. This is really just a, a, a bro fest in the first five minutes of this this episode between Tony, Kyle, and Johnny, who are all sort of celebrating that Shane and Nelson are there, and they're really going to stick it to Shane and Nelson. I did enjoy how giddy um, the Bananas crew got. Uh, so giddy. Johnny even leans out a window and starts yelling at Shane at one point. Um, and then Cam, the voice of reason, uh, beautiful Cam, beautiful Kaylee. This team, they were featured heavily on this episode, and they are just, they, they work so well together. Um, they're just both shining lights. Cam is talking to Kaylee, and she says, we don't let boys distract us. Don't let this get into your head. Then Kaylee, like, walks around. She seems upset. She's got on a cool outfit. Um, then Kaylee and Nelson are talking, and moments later, they're back in love. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like all all Kaylee had to do was kind of look Nellie T in his, uh, in his, in his gorgeous eyes. His and, sweet little puppy dog eyes. And it seemed like they were uh, back together. But it, it is interesting. Um, does this happen immediately following when they go back into the house and they're at immediately the- Immediately back in the house, in the kitchen, getting razzed once again by the team. And then Tony says- uh, what, what, he goes, I believe he just looks at, he's like getting all fired up and he's like eating cereal or whatever. Yeah. And he kind of like over his shoulder looks over at Nelson. He's like, you suck. Yeah. He goes, Hey, Hey, you suck. You suck. You suck, Nelson. Why did that make us laugh I don't, Because so he was so upset. Like yeah. he was so like that. He's like, I'm about to give it to Nelson right now. Ready for this? Ready for this guys? Ready? You suck. And the juxtaposition between him and Johnny in this is really entertaining because Johnny is like quoting facts. He's like, Nelson, you've never won a challenge. You never won a daily. Like he's just going through the list of Nelson's record, basically. And then Tony's just like overwhelmed. It's just like yelling insults at him. Yeah. So that takes us to the main house. This is where Natalie kind of pops in. Very cute. I have a clue, guys. Um, it's a clue about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Now, did you did you notice the uh, Easter egg here? Would they throw a pillow at Polly her? Polly yeah. threw a pillow. Yes, Polly couldn't yes, wait to throw the pillow at the person who had the clue <laughs> to just do, to just be, he's basically in challenge fantasy camp right now. He really is. He's like, hey, looking around, he's like, hey, I'm the guy. Yeah, I'm do you gonna think throw he threw pillow. the pillow and then turned to everybody and said, look what I did, guys. Yeah, I threw the pillow. Was so, I was the first one. So happy. He loves all the challenge stuff. Yeah, no one's throwing pillows anymore. I mean, they threw the pillow at Angela earlier this season and she cried. And I was like, well, that's the end of the pillows. Nope, Polly is going to make sure. Polly 
Polly, newbie Polly, is going to make sure that that tradition holds. So Natalie basically tells everybody that they are going uh, to be watching the people in the Redemption House battle it out. Then we get a little clip from Kara and Marie, who both want Johnny and Tony back in the house, A, because they're on their uh, in their alliance, and B, because it takes some of the heat off of them as a team. That takes us to the double cross. Uh, TJ says, "I don't have I, I don't have room for two writers. I have room for four writers." I got there was a lot of like talking about writers and numbers. I was really confused at this point. Also, they must have informed the Redemption House off camera that the theme was an apocalyptic theme in order for them to understand the sort of the writers. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what that meant in the situation because I know I was a little confused and then I kind of looked at Ashley and I was like I guess this is because they're the riders of the apocalypse well, I understood, the four horsemen yeah I understood the four horsemen part but TJ was saying I, I don't have ri- ri- um, room for two riders I'm looking at them I'm like well there's eight players there so what does that mean that six people are going in it, it, it was just, it was a little confusing and yeah. a little over themed too much theme happening here so the way that this double cross is going to work is that the first person who pulls the, the first team who pulls the double cross gets to pick who they are going to go up against in Armageddon. All four teams are going to be going against someone in Armageddon. Only one team will pick the double cross. So if team A picks the double cross and they go decide to go up against team C, that means team B and team D will be competing. Um, the team that pulls the double cross is drum roll, please. Bum, bada, bum. Kyle and Brad. Wow. Pull the double cross. They pull the double cross. And Kyle's like, I'm really good at pulling double crosses, but I can't get his. Uh, yeah. I, I just can't do it, I guys. I thought you might have nailed it by the end of the season. What, you think he's saying? We really just bailed on it right there. <laughs> it's a little too late to dip into the old what accents. Happened? I apologize. Um, then we get sort of a montage of the main house and the redemption house and everyone Going to Armageddon, we are told that the Redemption House is officially closed. Closed for biz, y'all. So we, I was actually excited to hear that because I was like, oh, wait. So we might be coming towards the end of the show. Yeah, I know. It felt like, oh, that means maybe next week is a final. But uh, it looks no, like we're going to no. be. It's interesting because I, this is episode 18. It seems to me like there's four more episodes. Yeah. That's 22 episodes plus a reunion. I, that's an old school episode order, y'all. 24 episodes that's like um family Matters season two you know what i mean like it's you don't see that on tv i mean i I imagine big bang theory has it but nothing else yeah well it's interesting because and the time they've shown uh final reckoning surely they have already filmed another challenge oh yeah i I assume there's two dueling challenges coming and also a uh, champs for stars or something are they gonna do a champs versus stars it's like i don't know give us information mtv I want information. So they're at Armageddon. This is when Ashley Brooke Mitchell says, two teams are coming back. I'm losing my mind, y'all, because everyone is playing tonight. Kyle and Brad, they come down. They meet TJ. They get pretty much zero claps. Kyle says under his breath, uh, Nick, do it. I was expecting a little more hook of an ovation for me. <laughs> Isn't that right, John? Sorry, I have to do some sort of a Beatles thing. Who do you think Kyle and Brad are going to pick to go up against? Oh, easy. George and Ringo. They have Cam and Kaylee, Shane and Nelson, and Tony and Bananas to pick from. They pick Cam and Kaylee. 
How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, honestly, here's the thing. If I was really thinking about this, I would have imagined that they knew. I mean, the producers knew yeah. that everybody in the Redemption House was going to be competing in it in advance. Yeah. That means they knew that there would be a competition that included a team with two ladies versus a team with two men. It was guaranteed outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it seems like let's pull out... Uh, one of the competitions that we know will be an equalizer, um, and it's not just body height, weight, or strength. Yeah. Um, and so it it would have been. Um, yeah. I would have liked to have seen Kyle and Brad go against Johnny and Banana. It wasn't going to happen. They're aligned together, so that wasn't going to happen. But it, honestly, I just don't think it was in their favor to pick the the two team, the lady with uh, the team with two ladies on it. Um, just because I think, just because they thought it was, you know, your knee jerk reaction is, well, we're two guys, so we'll go up against two girls and it's a slam dunk. But it's like, no, they, they've done a very good job of sort of not making that a given that right. the, the team with two men are going to beat the, or vice versa. And I will say that this elimination in particular involved a lot of smarts. Because if now, now that you know, right, mm-hmm. both competitions, both elimination challenges, now mm-hmm. that you see them. There was no way that they were going to allow Cam and Kaylee to perform in the second competition. Correct. So they, so that means they put it. They were like, whatever competition is going, you're going to need to have a probably a puzzle in there. Yeah. Just because it's not just going to be all brute strength, right? right? Which the second competition was honestly brute strength. Yes. So uh, why would you? These two dumbasses, Brad and Kyle. You kind of want to be in there for brute strength. Right. If if they were to have chosen one of the male-male teams, they would have had a better chance of winning this. I agree. And and you'll see what that means as we lay this out in the next, oh, I don't know, minute. <laughs> so Cam and Kaylee are going against Brad and Kyle uh, in a game called I Got You Pegged. I enjoyed this game a great deal. It involves a climbing wall where you insert pegs. And the pegs are numbers. They're either positive numbers or negative numbers. And the sum total of these 16 pegs that are inserted in the wall need to equal 32. Why, Nick? Oh, because it's season 32. Yeah. I had to think of it as I you was saying really did. It. <laughs> I felt bad throwing you to it because I was like, he knows. But never then, feel bad. But then I saw you looking around like, ah, oh, thirty-two. What's I'm important? Like, I'm like, come, come to me, come on, please. I'm looking around. I'm like, it's because of a lamp, because of a shoe. <laughs> Uh, but um, it, nope, it's season 32. So it involves climbing, it involves math, it involves strategy, it involves keeping a level head. We learn right before this uh, this elimination begins that Brad is an accountant. And a teacher? What <laughs> I knew he F? was. I knew he was a teacher. I've heard that before. Um, I think he liked, I thought he taught like PE or something. But yeah, phys ed. Yeah, but to learn that he's an accountant, did not see that coming. Interesting. He's a he's a gym teacher accountant. Mm-hmm. He can account for you know soccer balls and things of that nature. But yeah, apparently he, this guy knows numbers, so I imagine it's this is in their favor. So what they decide is that Brad is going to climb the wall. Kyle's going to be handing him the pegs. Cam's going to hand Kaylee the pegs. Kaylee's going to be climbing the wall. Now, did you think when that we saw the little powwow between Kyle and Brad, where Brad was like, "Okay, Kyle, are you cool with me climbing and you being the one?" And then Kyle's like. 
yeah, because climbing, you'll have to do all the number stuff, and that's better for you because you're an accountant. Immediately to me, that was like, oh, they've made the wrong choice uh, because they're showing us just too much of the deliberation here. Yeah, it's like the, we need to know that for the outcome. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize how this was going to work. I was just like, oh, this is interesting. And then when it started, Cam was very deliberate, very slow. She laid out all of her pieces so she knew which 16 pegs she was going to use to equal 32. So Cam was, um, she really handled this like a pro, whereas Brad... Almost almost like an accountant would. Almost like an accountant would. Whereas Brad and Kyle seemed to just kind of be putting pegs in the wall and adding numbers as they went. Cam had all of her numbers laid out and then she started sending Kaylee to the uh, wall. And what ended up happening was Kyle and Brad looked like they were ahead because they had so many pegs in the wall and then uh, it, it seemed like Cam and Kaylee that there was just no way they were going to be able to catch up with that sort of momentum and then um, we learned and, and oh by the way you have to get to the top you got to ring a bell classic challenge style yeah and also like you, now you get you get shots of Brad being on the wall being like Kyle count them up man count yeah. them up and it's like wait I thought you were doing that you had to deal with all the numbers right and then you have Ashley Mitchell going Kyle can't even count how many girls he slept with let alone the number 32 yeah another good sound bite then you have the rest of the uh, people who are in the main house who are screaming at Kyle and yeah. Brad trying to get in their head confusing Kyle clearly it's working yeah I think I hear Marie goes go 81 <laughs> yeah it was pretty good um but Brad rings the bell he rings the bell and their math is wrong their math is wrong as Moment. soon as as soon as uh, Kyle starts being like throw that negative three in there and like <laughs> and then uh Brad's like we shouldn't need a negative three man <laughs> it's just like count them bro count them Kyle count them <laughs> And uh, it was it was really hectic, and it did you know for a second it did look like uh, Kaylee might have gassed out at the top, but it didn't even matter because Kaylee slow and steady made it to the top of that thing, rang the bell. And then she did like a jump ring. Yeah, she couldn't like really reach the mm, bell. She had mm. to like launch off of the wall and ring it. And I was like, damn girl, she rang that bell, and guess what? Math was right. Math they, was right. They are the winners. Cam and Kaylee win. Beep beep beep. Woo! Happy for them. Happy for them. Uh, so then uh, we get a little interview with Sylvia saying we have we are now um, about to witness the main event: Shane and Nelson versus Tony and Johnny. And the beef between Shane and Nelson and Tony and Johnny have been has been played up all season. So in a lot of ways, this feels like the culmination of weeks of my life but in another and uh, in, in other ways i'm also kind of tired of this story arc i wasn't necessarily thrilled to watch them go head to head i liked it i was into it i like i because I, not only that because then the, the reveal of what the uh the uh, uh, elimination challenge was King of the Ring. Yeah, and as soon as I hear King of the Ring, I'm like, okay, this is physical. You want to explain how it goes? Yeah, I mean, this is a classic challenge move where they just throw a circle down with a rope, and they're just like, fight it out, fuckers. <laughs> and uh, so basically, what what you have is like a big pylon, like a big dowel, big heavy uh, uh, like uh, a pole, cylinder, yeah. a pole, and uh, y- y- uh, you and your teammate are holding on to it and then on the other side of the pole uh, t- two teammates are holding on to it and basically all you have to do is hold on to that pole and you have to push the other team to the rope the the uh the circle that is outlined in a rope and if the opposite team touches the rope it's a point for the team that pushed that team if you understand Correct. basically you can't touch that rope or the other team gets a point and it's a best of best of five right so you're looking to get three right in a row if you can 
And so they get into it. And uh, immediately, what did I tell you, Ash? Immediately, what was my strategy? I don't remember. I just, I got so hung up on everybody talking about storms. So immediately, oh yeah, that's right. Like, <laughs> Beforehand, people were like, storm's coming, the storm, is, and then it cuts to another person, it's like, the thunderstorm's coming, it's going to rain, and then it cuts to another person, and it's like, I hear thunder, and we're the lightning. Thunder and lightning. Yeah, it was weird, <laughs> a, a weird weird storm analogies they were doing. Maybe that's um, the always sunny in South Africa? I don't think so. Okay. So... <laughs> Um, what did I, you say? Immediately, I was like, oh, this challenge, you got to get low. Yes. Got to get low. 100%. You get said that. Get very low. I mean, everybody knows, I mean, not everybody knows that, but this is kind of like a tackling drill in football. Right. If you want to push the um, tackling dummy, you have to get very low because if you get too high, you're not going to be able to move it. You have to get low. Yeah. Uh, you do not, height will not help you in this challenge. Now, at one point, and I feel like Shane and Nelson were getting low, and especially on the last point, Shane and Nelson were so low that they kind of fell, and then Tony and Johnny dragged them, it looked like, to the rope. Yeah, to me, this didn't seem like so much of a mismatch uh, between Tony and Johnny and Nelson and Shane. Oh, uh, I thought it was totally a mismatch. I really didn't think so because i kind of feel like shane's not a weak person he seems like no, he's but got he's some not strength like tony or johnny well tony's not jacked tony is tall Tony's okay? jacked. tony tony is tall tony is jacked he bro is not. He's, you need to get on his instagram he's on, and watch maybe, him weight maybe. lift he seems to be on the thinner side i he would is, say johnny bananas is kind of like a tiny little monster he's he's <laughs> wide he's thick and he's strong he's a, little, he's a little english bulldog yes and he's smaller he's shorter than than these guys so i feel like uh he right there is going to do a lot of this work you get low you dig deep and you kind of let your legs do all the work and so immediately they get it. They struggle. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, they, the the uh, Nelson and, and Shane kind of get pushed over. They touch the rope. Point for Johnny and Tony. Yeah. This whole elimination happened really fast. And that's what the interviews, uh, people in the interviews kept saying. Like Cam was like, this is horrible because it's happening so quickly. They get back up. They reset. They struggle a little bit. Boom, boom, boom. Tony and Nelson fall to the ground. I mean, Nelson and Shane fall to the ground. They get pushed. Hit the rope point for johnny and tony we have a commercial break we come back it's the third point there seems to be more of a struggle here nelson gets lower because the entire time hunter is screaming get low get low and i thought yeah. it was funny hunter's like you got to get low you got to get low and push and then all of a sudden you'd hear like ashley be like yeah you got to get low and then like all these <laughs> other people chiming get in low. um and then it there was more of a struggle it kind of seemed like um that uh, Tony and uh, and Johnny were kind of gassing a little there bit. There was a second where it seemed like Shane and Nelson might get a point, but they did not. They, Nelson falls over again. They get pushed, and boom, it's over. Tony and Bananas have won. Yep. They're going back to the house, which unfortunately means that Shane and Nelson are going home. Going home. I mean, that was a tough one. That was hard. I hated that. I hated this because Shane and Nelson, this happened to them so quickly. Last week, they're in a purge where it's just like, one tiny fuck up, then they're in the redemption house, then they go to the redemption house, go to elimination, go home. Just like that, you know? Like, it feels like this season has been full of second, third, fourth chances. And then for Shane and Nelson, you know, and I might be being biased because I'm always pulling for Nelson, but it just seemed like so quickly he was out. He yeah. was gone. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough watching him leave. And it sounds Hunter's upset. Sounds like he might have been crying. In his interview for a second before I saw him, I was like, oh, he's crying. Yeah. And he he's wasn't. all he choked wasn't. up. Nelson is then, you know, Shane and Nelson are having their sort of exit interview. And Nelson's saying he wants to face Johnny one-on-one -on -one and that he will one day. And then Shane and Nelson tell each other they love each other and they're 
they tell each other they love each other. I just got choked up thinking about it. Mm. They give each other an, oh, a hug, a warm embrace. Mm. And uh, we've seen some real friendships come out of this show. Yeah. Do you believe it? No. But I, I like how Nelson did say, like, man, you learn something every day here. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson's always good for like a very overly uh, uh, dramatic he's sort of super uh, sentimental, sentimental yeah. soundbite. Yeah. Well, he's just like, he just seems like a very like vulnerable on open yeah. person. Like he, everything is affecting him in real time. You know, um, that takes us back to the house. Cam and Kaylee are back in the house. Kaylee is sad that she is not going to be with Nelson. And Cam is sort of saying, look, Polly and Natalie came back into the house from the redemption house. Then they won two dailies in a row. And that's what Cam and Kaylee, that's what we want to do. And then that takes us straight to a daily. We had a lot of action. So this much episode. action. Um, this daily is involves rolling boulders, and there is a, uh, a ravine. I didn't fully understand the ravine concept until I saw it in action. So you're rolling a boulder down a hill and then up a hill. But in the middle, in that valley, is a ravine, and you have to get your boulder across that ravine. And the first team who goes um, across the finish line is safe, and they will get an advantage for the next daily. Um Here's the thing. We learned that the team that comes in last is going home. They're doing another purge. I mean, is that a purge? Yeah. That's exactly what a purge is. I, I don't know. I think a purge is like everybody gets killed in the streets or something. No, like, that's just the because movie, the, la- the purge. Just because the last person goes home, the la- people last one go home. You go home. home without going into Armageddon. Uh, they should call that something else. Immediate elimination or something. It's I, called a purge. Now, a purge, I feel like it should be multiple people going home at once. I don't like that they're calling that a purge. I do not like it. Listen, if I go out on the street and uh, there's uh, six people out on the street and yeah. I kill two of those people, it is not a purge. How did this change into you killing people it's late ash (laughs) (laughs) um this is what i noticed that johnny keeps saying uh, young bitches instead of the young bucks hate that yeah young bitches i mean johnny would have a chance of redemption in the um challenge uh, fans eyes i think he has i mean he's you know he's been the underdog all season i know and that's why like i i want to root for him yeah this season same old dog you know it's like one last chance yeah you i know, started uh, feeling him again and then ooh, he started calling uh, people bitches uh, even when he told Devin t- that his dad you know was not gonna be proud of him or oh something i was still like well he was getting pushed to his limit this is just kind of like can we not can you not be on television saying the word bitch like over and over again it's yeah. like what are you doing like you must know uh, you can't have lost yourself so much in this game that you don't realize that even if you feel this way keep it to your goddamn self I, yeah. it's 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 just unbecoming of you mr bananas unbecoming of you it's true i will say that this daily was very visually pleasing i loved watching them uh, have to run after these rocks push them through the ravine i found all of it very exciting um and then we learned that since natalie and Polly won the last daily they have an advantage they get a 10 second head start and then someone points out it's not really an advantage because we just get to see them deal with the ravine first and learn from their mistakes as they're figuring it out how how much did you think that those boulders weighed they looked heavy enough that they weren't like going too far but they also looked light enough that you could manipulate them easily do you think they were rubber 
like hmm. solid rubber? That's a good question. They weren't boulders. They weren't solid rubber. No, I think oh, they wonder, bounced. They were they bouncing bounce. a little bit. They make because you got to think like in order to get the weight down and not still be a boulder. It, to me, it would have to be rub like solid rubber. Yeah. Um, unless it was plastic, but I just don't think the plastic would have moved as quickly as. Yeah, I, and it, the real yeah. problem with the weight, it seemed like if it was um just like a plastic ball, I feel like getting it out of the ravine would not have been such a difficult task because what we saw happen was we saw everybody kind of get stuck in this ravine. Everyone. Right. went to where Polly and Natalie were and were struggling in this sort of thicker part of the ravine. Tony and Johnny went off to the side. Cam and Kaylee went off to the side. But everyone got really like in in the deep uh, bull, you know, crap. Why am I censoring myself what all of a the sudden? <laughs> effing f are you even effing talking about? Did you just say rolling in the deep in the in the effing bull crap? What were you speaking about? I'm saying they were in the shit, man. <laughs> we're in the shit, man. I just I feel like what I would have done here is just kick that thing down as fast as I could and try to just get the momentum of the ball to where I it hit the ditch, kind of bounced up, and then I just kind of push it. At, like, you know what I mean? Like, have it go so fast that, like, when it hits the ditch, it kind of bounces, and then get under it and push it. Just have no problem. Just push it right up. Yeah, have no problem. I just push know. it right I, up. I just feel like I would have done so much better on this than everybody else. Oh, my God. So they're rolling it all the way down. They did get 10 seconds, uh, Polly and Natalie. And, and then all of a sudden, everybody's caught up with them. Everybody's there. And they all, and, and you have to, um, we have to preface this by saying, even though that we did not preface this by saying um, that uh, TJ prefaced this by saying there are different ways to get over the ditch. Yeah. And some are going to cause you a lot of trouble. Yeah. And some might be easier than that. Yeah. Um, which to me is there's, uh, when there's you, a hint there. When you look at it, when you looked at the actual ditch, yeah. there seemed to be a tree line yeah. that lined it all the way up. And then there was a gap mm-hmm. and then more of a tree line. And to me, that gap is a trap. Yeah. Because you're seeing it and you're going, okay, so I'm going to go right through that gap, yeah. which is the only gap in the trees I see that's a clearing. Yeah. So I'll go right in there and just pop it up. But to me, it's like, no, 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 no. That's that's a uh, a red herring. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. a they are trapping you into thinking that way when really you should go a different way. Right. But what happens is Paulie and Natalie go right for the gap. They yeah. get stuck in the gap and literally every other team goes right for that gap. Except, except for Tony and Johnny. Yes. And um, then eventually Cam and Kaylee. Who were at the back end of the gap and were like, I'm not going to wait in this thing. And they go around too. So once now everybody's struggling in this gap, Tony and Johnny move to the left of the gap. They think they have a better chance of it. And it looks like it did work where they get into the thing and they kind of get their shit out. But by the time they get their boulder off out of the ditch... Joss and Sylvia have also gotten their boulder out of the ditch. The only difference is Joss and Sylvia seem to not be completely gassed out. Yeah. Because on the other side of that ditch, you're going uphill. Yeah. And Joss and Sylvia really fall into a rhythm here. And they're basically neck and neck with Tony and Bananas. And then they smoke them and they They come in first. They had a good rhythm. They were were pushing. There there didn't seem to be... The way Johnny and Tony were doing, they were kind of all over the place. Joss and Sylvia were moving like a a unit, a a machine. Well, Sylvia says, we were working as a team. Mm -hmm. And also Joss, if you remember from the last challenge, from the last uh, season that he was on... 
that that initial challenge where he's basically they had to run up a mountain and then down a mountain. I mean, oh, he right. smoked he smoked everybody. He came in like first on that. This right? guy has stamina. He does. And he's so, an endurance athlete. So by the time you get he crosses the finish line and they after they celebrate, we get to see their interview. And uh, Joss just mentions uh, that uh, he has been waiting all season. For an endurance challenge yeah and finally it's popped up and they um they they got on top of it and they became in first that's right so, tony and bananas um look i thought they were going to come in second but shockingly paulie and natalie come in yeah second. they they come from behind and and they 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 come in second and yeah. then tony bananas uh finished third yep and then you know uh paulie's saying i hope this helps natalie's confidence being mm. tony and bananas you know what i do too paulie ashley and hunter are fourth cara and marie are fifth and cam and kaylee are last they're last but they do finish strong oh they, God. they finish it out this was sad cam giving kaylee a little pep talk she goes no matter what we cross that finish line with a smile mm. i mean class all the way what a great addition to yeah. the challenge cam now, has been um now uh this is the end of the episode we find out that uh that the winners, Joss and uh, Sylvia, they are exempt from the chat from the elimination. Correct. Um, and that unfortunately, Natalie and Cam have to go home. Cam and Kaylee, not uh, Natalie. Cam and Kaylee have to go home. And then Cam has a little exit interview where she goes, "I'm going to be a champ. Just watch." Wow. And I was like, "I bet she is. She will. She She's will. She's going to win." Day. Uh, we forgot a very important part about this daily. Yeah. What? TJ's shirt. Oh yes, you want to mention that? It said bad people wear fur. Yes, that was uh, that was pretty cool. Is did, TJ a vegan? Did you Someone find out? Find out. I didn't, I didn't find out. Yeah, he must be. I mean, isn't that a vegan sort of thing? I mean, it's a pita thing. It's yeah. a vegetarian thing. But sure. I'm one, I'm curious if TJ's a vegan. If you know, write us at realityblowspodcast at gmail dot com. Tweet us at realityblowspod on Twitter with the answer. Yeah. Um, and before we plug our personals here, I do want to mention there was a point in this episode where Natalie said that she just doesn't trust, trust Johnny. Yeah. When did that happen? I'm so confused by their storyline because last episode they were trying to tell us that they were they were happy to see each other again. Well, and they were well, friends. They, they were and... also, I think it was two episodes ago we yeah. saw that because last episode it was really all about how the, she, oh, was she was canoodling with Nelson. Jealous. Yeah. And I just, it's like, are they were they are they production friends? Is, what is it production is trying to force this natalie johnny storyline for seasons now and it never seems real i don't care about it and it changes it's it's very mercurial it changes all the time because i could i could have sworn that paulie and natalie were a vote for tony and like a positive vote for tony and Right, Johnny. because they're aligned with Kara and Marie. Yeah, it's like, it's like I can't, I don't know what's going on at this point. At least it's sloppy. It's hmm. sloppy. Well, I don't know. Let us know. We just plugged those things where you can find us. But you can find me and Ashley. Ashley personally, you can find Ashley at Ashley B. Roberts on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram by searching my name, Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. Um, and uh, guys, as always, we did it. <laughs> A full episode, y'all. <laughs> Uh, we will be back on Monday with our main episodes of Reality Blows. You know us. You love us. And so, we're going to be talking about 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. So well, get in Don't on even that. tell them that. We may not be talking about that. We you never may know. not even be talking about know. that. We'll see what happens. Hey, guys. Good night. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Bye.